0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So, kind of a stunning merger in the pro golf world. Your thoughts on this, sir? Well, like everybody else, probably
1: 99% of the sports world absolutely blown apart when that news came over because nobody knew that this was in the offing. It's a very well-kept secret. Negotiations apparently have been going on for about seven or eight weeks. You knew, Mike, eventually something like this might happen because the two sides were so diverse in what they were doing. The two tournaments are totally different. And you had the walkovers, the guys who were leaving the PGA Tour and so forth. But the gist of it all is that all of the lawsuits, and there were many of them, are now settled. They're out. They're thrown out. Nobody's going to sue anybody else. The war, in effect, is over. Now, the critics are really blasting the PGA for knuckling down to the Saudi Arabian government, which, and the the entertainment division of the Saudis, does run the Live Tour. But now they will be a part of the PGA Tour. Now, what all the final details have not been uh, even posted yet, the PGA golfers, and the Live golfers to that extent, are very annoyed that they didn't know about this ahead of time. But be that as it may... The two sides will get together, and we'll see what happens in the coming years. I
0: feel like they kind of gave in a little bit.
1: It looks like the PGA may have given in, but again, you don't know what all the final details are.
0: Also, I mean, yes, it, I, get it. I get it from the standpoint of wanting to fight, but what a lot of people don't realize or don't want to think about is the fact that litigation and this whole thing could be drawn out for a decade if mm-hmm. they wanted to make it go that. And the amount of money it would cost, the PGA... Live, they got the money. Don't matter. They could do it. And PGA probably looked at the writing on the wall, said it's not worth it, let's just do it. So um yeah, I I mean that's just it is what it is. And at least they're not wasting money and and I and if they, they kept it in litigation for that long, it would be a waste. So, now that they are friends again, <laughs> when do the live golfers get to be back part of the PGA activities?
1: Well, they in a sense, they already are, because those who have qualified for the major tournaments, they qualify in perpetuity. They're they're there for life, and that's the big tournaments. As far as the regular tournaments on the tour are concerned, that hasn't been decided yet. That may come out in the next couple of days, because that's part of the deal. You get your Bryson DeChambeau's and your Brooks Koepka's and... Dustin Johnson and some of the big names who were headliners on the PGA Tour uh, and, and jumped over to the Live Tour, another one being, uh, well, they're just many of them rather than get into individual names. When they'll be allowed back does remain to be seen. I suspect it'll be next year. I don't think they can alter the tournaments now with the season about half gone. But they will play, those live golfers will play in the U.S. Open and the British Open, which are forthcoming. So they've already played in the Masters and the PGA. So again, the the big tournaments, you'll see them there. But the rest of them, probably at the start of next year, I would assume, if they choose to play there. And it'll be simply the player's choice.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, like I just said, you know, I don't, it's a, it's a waste of money keeping in a litigation. I'm glad it's over so they can get back to golfing so we can all get back to taking naps. Last but not least, going into the NBA Finals, the Nuggets were heavily favored. Then the Miami Heat kind of slapped them back in game two. What are the odds going into Miami? Denver is still favored for
1: tonight's game three in Miami, but only by three and a half points. And what's interesting to see whether or not Miami's strategy, which was excellent for a game two, and they've got to give Coach Spolstra a lot of credit for this. He and his staff devised a plan to take Jamal Murray out of the game. Hey, let Djokovic, hey, let him have his points. You're not going to stop him. And indeed, he had 42 against the Miami Heat and four assists. There's the key. He was limited in double-figure assists. In other words, he wasn't getting the ball to the other players as he had. They took a plan and made it work defensively, taking Jamal Murray, the one-time Kentucky All-America, out of his plan. He only had 18 in that game, too. See what happens tonight. Does Denver counter that strategy? We will find out. Should be a pretty interesting ball game.
0: Let's talk about something else. <laughs> how, how you doing today? How's your yard looking? Was the last time you it's, got a mower? Uh,
1: It's not too bad. I, I mowed it last week, and then things starting
0: to slow down
1: a little bit, which if, is nice. If, uh, of course, I love the meteorologist. Oh, we need the rain. Did you say that three weeks ago? Uh, hell bad. no. No, hell no. But, uh, now we can do a little more dry weather. fine.
0: Yeah, Ned. Ned <laughs> likes it hot and dry. Well, I guess that's all we uh, are going to talk about today. <laughs>
1: I'll tell uh, you what we're going to talk about. I don't, I
0: don't want to talk about anything else. Okay, fine. We'll talk about the Cardinals. No, they didn't win last night. Uh, we can take one half of the great <laughs> Charles Dickens novel,
1: uh, Tale of Two Cities. Best of times, worst of times. These are the worst of times. I don't think I can... Re- well, I, I can. Uh, that's unfair to say. I can remember the Cardinals playing this badly. Um, back about 25, 30 years ago. My goodness sake, they've lost five in a row now. They lose again to the Texas Rangers, 6-4 to four last night. That puts the Cardinals, folks, 12 games under five 12 under. They're 25-37, and, and the final game of that series is tonight. Well, when Nolan Arnato hit that two-run homer to start things off for the Cardinals in the first, I went, well, okay, here they go. Now they're playing. But that's just it. The Cardinals can hit the long ball, and that's all they do. They had seven hits last night, and Texas had 12, including Marcus Simeon, who continued his 20, it's now 25, 25-game 25 hitting streak, and he was the difference. He blasted one off the right center field wall with runners on, brought those runners home. That's what the Cardinals are not getting, people on base and doing some things with it. Their lineup is just not working at all. And as a result, the record isn't very good. It's 6-4. to four. The Texas Rangers won. They'll play the final game of that series tonight. Then the Cardinals take a day off and come home to play the revitalized Cincinnati Reds, who have just brought up some of their key players from the minor leagues. And uh, these are pretty nice. good players. They're, in fact, they're on the verge of being great players, but they're still young. And maybe the Cardinals can get things rolling this weekend at home.
0: So, I would love it if they could do that. Uh, but yeah. Other teams are looking a lot better than the St. Louis Cardinals right now. All right. So as we get closer and closer to the start of the start of the college football season, there are going to be some new faces in the Big 12. What are those two teams preparing to do? Well, the the Big 12 already has four new
1: entries this year, and that'll be Cincinnati, Houston, Brigham Young, and Central Florida. They are playing in 2023. They're on the schedule. There are going to be two teams defecting from the Big 12 after this year, and they are the Longhorns and the Sooners. They will leave the Big 12 after this year and go to the Southeastern Conference. So you know that's going to happen. But now, what's going to happen to them? Uh, Who's going to replace Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12? There are rumors that Arizona, University of Arizona, and the university of colorado can you imagine prime time coach prime being in the big 12 conference (laughs) well he's big uh, he's Pac 12 this year but we'll see what happens anyway deion sanders could be bringing his team into the big 12. be that as it may Uh, There are rumors that Colorado and Arizona are thinking of jumping to the Big 12 conference. And we'll see. For Colorado, it would be a return. They were there once before and uh, certainly a valued member. That hasn't been decided yet. but.
0: That's the rumor that's going around. Well, he's definitely going to be on blast if he goes into Colorado claiming to be this all-time awesome great coach. He goes into that conference and gets smacked around. (laughs) We'll see. It's decided on the field, not by us. All right, so we uh, had to get through the Cardinals conversation. How about the Royals? Please tell me something good. I can't. Miami Marlins beat them. Here's one that's
1: interesting, too. Miami and, and Kansas City play tonight, final game of their series. And here they are going up against the NBA World Championship going on. How many? Nobody goes to watch the Marlins anyway. Now they'll have virtually nobody there. Anyway, last night Miami Marlins six, Kansas City Royals one. Royals continue to play very sporadic baseball, and most of us on the negative side. Hey, that's all part of it. Springfield Cardinals did return home. And got a win over the Northwest Arkansas Naturals 6-1 to last night. That's the beginning of a six-game series that concludes on Sunday night. Hey, lots of great
0: baseball here in town. That's what I'm talking about. Plenty of stuff to do this weekend, Ned. Well, hopefully we can get some wins on the menu today. Hope so. We'll if see not, what happens. At least you and I will at least try to win. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.